Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my picks for UFC 287. And overall, this is a very exciting card. Of course, I'm looking forward to the main event, but I'm also looking forward to the fight between Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal. Good main event, good co-main event. And then aside from those two main fights, you have a bunch of other fights too as well, which I'm looking forward to. So this is a good card overall. I'm going to give you my picks for the main one and probably just the pick for Kelvin Gastelum versus Chris Curtis. But right now, let's start with the main event. Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya 2. Overall, number 4 when we consider their kickboxing bouts. But number 2 when we're just looking at MMA. And this is a quick turnaround for both men. And man, I honestly think this is a very hard fight to pick, especially with how the last fight went down. The last one was fairly one-sided. Yes, Alex Pereira had his moments, especially in round two. Was it round two or round three? I think it was round two. That's when he started to do some damage. But after that, we had Israel just basically controlling the action, both on the feet and on the ground. In the first round, he looked close to finishing the fight with a knockout, but the bell saved Alex Pereira and like I said Alex Pereira found success in that second round but heading into the final round it seemed like Israel was on his way to win by unanimous decision but then Alex Pereira connects with shots on the feet that rocks Israel and eventually this forces the ref to step in people argued that it was an early stoppage honestly I watched it again and again and I think it was a good stoppage, maybe not the best for a championship bout for a longtime champion like Israel Adesanya, but overall, it just looked like he was in a lot of trouble and it wasn't going to get any better. So I wasn't too upset with the stoppage. And yeah, this win made Alex Pereira the new UFC middleweight champion. And it really continued the storyline of this guy has Israel Adesanya's number. He followed him all the way from kickboxing into MMA and still was able to beat the guy. And I've said this in many videos before, this has to have gotten into Israel's head in some way. The guy is 0-3 to Alex Pereira now. And if he loses this next fight, it will be 0-4. And not only will this be a bad loss in terms of the rivalry between the two, but also in terms of Israel's legacy. It's going to be quite the cloud over his legacy if he was to lose two in a row to this one guy who followed him from kickboxing that one guy who defeated him in kickboxing so man it's really hard to say because israel was winning the fight before he didn't win the fight and the same could be said about one of the other fights in kickboxing he was winning the fight before he got knocked out there was one fight i think it was the first fight between the two in kickboxing where it was very competitive but ultimately it was alex who was able to win the decision by the end but aside from that two out of the three fights have ended by knockout from alex pereira one of them being a very competitive fight and honestly i see this fourth fight being that i see it being a very competitive fight and i think both men are gonna have their moments it will be close i really see israel implementing a lot of wrestling this time around because he found a lot of success with that in the first fight and hey that's not a good sign for alex Pereira. it goes to show 
how underdeveloped his ground game is if Israel was able to out-wrestle him. But another factor I never considered back when I made that factors video is that Alex Pereira's coach is Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira is one of the best minds in MMA, the former light heavyweight champion. This guy has what it takes to train someone and bring them to a championship level. He is a guy who not only is smart when it comes to decision making, but he knows when to make the right decisions. And he was a good coach in that last fight when he said, you got to go for the finish because you are losing. It's either now or never. And whenever a coach does that, of course, I do have to give credit to the fighter actually implementing it. But whenever a coach is able to get that across and be stern about it, I always like that coach. And when a fighter is able to listen and implement it, it really goes to show how good the dynamic is between the coach and the fighter. So honestly, I see that good dynamic between Glover and Alex. And because of that, I could see Alex having more success when it comes to his takedown defense. He was having success with it in the first fight, but I think he could find more of it in the second. So as much as people could say, you know what, Israel will be better on the ground this time around. He's going to work on his wrestling for this fight. I also think Alex is going to work on his takedown defense and hey, maybe even bring the fight down himself and look for a submission. Who knows? I feel like that is a possibility when you have a coach like Glover Teixeira. So that was a huge factor that a lot of you were talking about Glover Teixeira as the coach. And I think that is a huge one heading into this second fight because a coach like Glover can see the holes that Alex had in the first fight against Israel and he's going to be able to make changes so that this time around Alex is going to find more success. So with all that being said, who do I think is going to win? And hard pick, like I said, but I think my final pick for this one is going to be Alex Pereira. He's going to make it 4-0. and oh. I think the only way I would probably change my pick heading into this fight is depending on how he looks on the scales because hey that cut to 185 is tough for him he's getting older there's a possibility that he may even miss weight and if things like that happen if he doesn't look good coming off of the scale if he looks super dehydrated gaunt then honestly I might have to change my pick when it comes to that but aside from that I do think Alex Pereira has Israel Adesanya's number. He's going to make the adjustments needed in order to beat him this time around and fix the holes that he had in their first fight. And hey, you know what? I feel like Israel is going to fight very smart in this fight. But as we saw in the first one, he fought very smart and ultimately he got caught. And that's the thing with Alex Pereira. He is a straight up killer. This guy really knows how to go for the finish and when you go up against a fighter like that you got to be on your a game and as much as i think israel can fight a very smart fight this time around i could see him getting clipped again and because of that i see alex Pereira getting the finish getting the win and retaining his belt look israel just does not fare well against fighters that are his size or bigger it happened against jan bohovic when israel moved up to 205 to challenge him it happened against alex Pereira in their last fight and I feel like a lot of that 
had to do just with the range. He's unable to use his range like he's able to against fighters like Robert Whitaker, for example, Marvin Vittori, Jared Cannonier. Israel is someone who really knows how to utilize his size, but when it comes to going up against a bigger fighter, he has a tough time. Especially look at Alex connecting with a bunch of leg kicks in their first fight. I could see that happening this time around in their second one. And Israel, he's unable to press forward that much when his opponent is bigger than him. In that first fight, he was moving back most of the time. His back was against the cage and so many moments it just seemed like, oh man, it looks like he's going to get clipped. And then ultimately it happened. I could see him maybe fixing that aspect in this next fight but i still think it's going to be too much for him i think he should have taken a little bit more time before taking this rematch against alex Pereira in order to really work on his wrestling and make sure that he's not only going to bring the fight down but try to get the finish there because going to a decision with someone like alex Pereira is way too dangerous the guy could get the finish at any moment and if Israel fights that way, he fights safe to a point where he's just trying to win round by round and get it to the judges. I don't like his chances. He's going to have to try to get the finish. But the thing is, even though he was close to getting that finish in the first fight, he was unable to do it. Alex Pereira is tough. And in a way, that flash knockout that almost happened woke Alex up and made him realize, okay, I got to get this round back. And that's what he did. But then lost the rounds. And then once again, woke up and said, I got to get the finish in this final round. The guy is so tough. And that's why I find it hard to believe that Israel will be able to get the finish against Alex in this fight. So ultimately, I'm going to have to pick Alex Pereira for the win. In the co-main event, we have Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. My pick is Gilbert Burns. Don't get me wrong. I think my heart's picking Jorge Masvidal. I love Jorge Masvidal. He is someone that I have rooted for since his early days when he wasn't getting that recognition. And once he finally began getting that recognition i was so happy but man i feel like his time is done he's older now he's coming off of three straight defeats and i get that most of those defeats happened because he got out wrestled but i think that finish against kamaru usman where jorge got knocked out badly really affected him and because of it he's no longer the same fighter once you mix that in with his age and the fact that he's going to be going up against a killer like Gilbert Burns, I just don't really like his chances. I would like to see him win, especially because it will change a lot when it comes to the welterweight picture. But ultimately, I don't think he'll be able to get it done. I think he could find success in this fight, maybe even rock Gilbert at some point. But I think Gilbert is very good on the ground. He'll bring the fight down there. He'll try to get a submission. He'll throw ground and pound. And even on the feet, he's tough as nails, as shown in his fight against Hamza Chimaev. The guy is just very good wherever the fight goes. So I think Gilbert Burns is going to win this fight. But my heart is definitely going for Jorge Masvidal. But hey, I think this is just one of those fights where it's Gilbert Burns' time. And for Jorge Masvidal, his time is coming to an end. And it will come to an end at UFC 287. So I'm picking Gilbert Burns. Now I want to talk about Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez. This is actually a very tough fight to pick in my opinion because you have Rob Font who is a vet in this game. He has a lot of experience against very tough elite competition while you have Adrian Yanez who has a lot of momentum behind him but he is still a newcomer. He hasn't fought the level of competition that Rob has fought yet. So it's easy to 
overlook Rob Font in this one because when we look at momentum, it's favoring Adrian Yanez. But Rob Font, he has the experience. He has been in there with some of the best in the world. So with that being said, who is my final pick for this one? I still would have to pick Adrian Yanez. I feel like his time is now, man. The guy just looks so good, especially after his last win. I think that win really showed, you know what, it wasn't against the highest level of competition, but I think this guy has the juice, not like the juice in terms of steroids. I'm talking about the juice, like Tupac juice, you know? It's his time right now. And for Rob Pont, it seemed like he did have his time and it was going to lead him to a title fight, but ultimately it didn't, which sucks to see. But I think Adrian Yanez, man, this guy's just going to get it done against a veteran in the game. And yeah, I'm going to have to pick Adrian Yanez in this fight. Kevin Holland versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. This is also another hard fight to pick in my opinion. I think I'm going to pick Kevin Holland. I feel like this is more of a hard pick because I really like Kevin Holland. I want to see him succeed. And I think ultimately this pick goes towards him because his back is against the wall. He really needs the win here. And as much as he likes to make fights entertaining, I feel like this time around, he's going to fight smart in order to get that win against Santiago Ponzinibbio. And hey, Santiago Ponzinibbio is a very good fighter, but I just feel like his head isn't in the game as much as it once was compared to that time when he had that very impressive stretch. It seemed like he was going to become a top contender in the welterweight division, but then he lost some fights. He was out for a bit, I think due to injury. And it just seems like his momentum really slowed down. He's also working as an analyst now. And I just don't think he's fully invested in fighting like he once was. And that's why I think Kevin Holland has the edge here. He still wants to find success in the cage. And because of that, I'm going to have to pick Kevin Holland for the win. Raul Rosas Jr. versus Christian Rodriguez. I'm going to pick Raul Rosas Jr. I think Raul is the real deal. This guy has just impressed me so much. At this age, you would think that he would think he would have some growing pains. He would be nervous being on the big stage, even though he's so young. But man, this guy fights with so much confidence. It seems like he's been fighting in the UFC for years at this point. And I just like his trajectory, man. I really think if anyone's going to beat John Jones's record for youngest champion it's going to be Raul and hey Christian Rodriguez is someone that Anthony Pettis trains Anthony has a lot of good things to say about Christian of course and maybe he'll get the upset but I think Raul just has the momentum behind him right now the UFC wants to see him succeed he wants to succeed and it just feels like everything and it just seems like everything is lining up so I'm gonna have to go with Raul Rosas Jr. The last fight I want to make a pick for is Kelvin Gastelum versus Chris Curtis. I'm gonna have to pick Chris Curtis. Kelvin Gastelum man it just seems like his time is done while Chris Curtis coming off of a very impressive win in his last fight and it just seems like it's Chris Curtis's time right now to get into the mix of the middleweight division while Kelvin is on his way out which sucks to see because we look at Israel Adesanya at the headlining spot for this card and we have Calvin Gastelum headlining the prelims at one point these guys put on one of the greatest fights of all time and ever since then it was Israel who continued to move up while Kelvin has just been declining that war really took a lot out of him so because of that I think Chris Curtis is going to get it done and yeah that's going to be my pick for that fight, Chris Curtis. But what do you think? What are your picks for UFC 287? Which fight are you looking forward to the most? 
But that's all for now, so I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.